Don't act like you're the same person. You've learned how to touch, to feel. You've connected with people. With us. our job to entertain people and i'm here to entertain <laughs> dance monkey dance <laughs> <laughs> pretty much <laughs> well i'm glad you're in a bummer mood because we're going to be talking about a bummer game for about 15 episodes <laughs> <laughs> oh wow wow <laughs> Wait, and like, have you actually measured it out, or are you guesstimating? It, it's going to be between twelve and fifteen. <laughs> oh, <Lord. laughs> oh my god! <laughs> it's uh, we got a lot to go through. <laughs> like, there's like this episode is just going to be um, the lore of how the game came to be because that's just as interesting as the game itself, and then um. It's going to be about an episode a chapter. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Wait, yeah. are, you, are you also going to incorporate any uh, structures that you've created or, no, or nay? Nay, nay. Um, but you got to think of it like this. Um, and so the audience, obviously, the suspense is already gone because you saw the title when you clicked this episode. But we're covering Death Stranding. Oh. <gasps> Dum dum dum. Not to be confused with Dead Rising. I I don't know why I put that out there, but just in case. Just in case. Uh, I'm sure one of us has slipped when <laughs> dropping hints. <laughs> um, and I think the we'd thing, be good. I think it's gonna be fine. But I say it's gonna take that long because um, if you were just to watch the cinematics of Death Stranding, do you know how long it would take? Uh, eight hours. Eleven. It's a movie. 
It is a movie. <laughs> it's 11 hours long. <laughs> um, and that's without gameplay. That's just like if you just went to YouTube and watched just the cinematics, it would take you 11 hours to watch all of Death Stranding. I will say that movie has terrible pacing. <laughs> <laughs> um, it does. <laughs> So, um, getting into it, this is going to be, I know with every other game, we've kind of taken everything and put it into chronological order before we talked about it. Death Stranding, if we did it that way, it would ruin the game and it wouldn't be entertaining. Because it's meant to be like, we'll go into like how, like what Steam calls it, like what tags are with it and all that. But um, it is very much just as much of a psychological horror as it is a mystery. And we'll get into why that is, too. We'll actually discuss that this episode. But um, if we were just to do it, that'd be like if you watched Game of Thrones and then somebody told you how it ended, like when you're on episode two. It just ruined the whole thing. Damn it, man. Here I go. Here I go again. <laughs> I, it's, I did it with Tenet. I'm over here researching inversion, paradoxes, and... Oh, it, boy. We, oh, God. <laughs> I, I already know. I'm like, oh. Um, I feel it in my back. Yeah, man. My kidneys hurt. I just feel like thinking about it. Um, this game is the... It's, it's my number one game of all time. It is my number one favorite game ever made that I've ever played. <gasps> so, yeah, so I'm going to be biased the entire fucking time, and I'm probably going to suck off the dude who made it at least 19 times. I thought you were... Oh, God. <laughs> so. It's just appropriate, ahead. though. It is. I had, like, two very physical, emotional responses <laughs> like while playing this game to the point during one of them, my wife actually had to come and ask if I was okay. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Like violently emotional. Wait, wait, wait. I, so I need to know, and I need to hear you say the words. Are you saying you wept? Um, uh, I'm not going to, I'm, I phrased it the way I phrased it for a reason. Um, I already embarrassed myself and my lineage enough online i don't need to add to it with with such words as wept and cr <laughs> cried like a little bitch <laughs> now uh, now was it like oscar winning ugly cry oh yeah like, oh, oh it was man. disgusting it was it was like a toddler finding out that the sun is gonna blow up in eight million years cry like oh <laughs> yeah man. um which for those of you who have never experienced that it's uh <laughs> Yeah, man. I don't. I don't know. Um, <laughs> you sound, you sound like you're a little choked up over there, <laughs> man. I'm thinking about the scene now that got me because <laughs> like, it happened twice, but one of them was like violent, <laughs> like oh violently got all of me and my soul. <laughs> and um, I feel like the thing that we need to discuss first, because this episode is going to be us going into the lore of the game, going through the accolades, the actors, like the whole lore behind the game, and then we're gonna hopefully set up a little bit of the staging, but then the next episode, we're going to dive into the actual story. Um, I would like to do both, but we'll see how it goes because there's a lot, <laughs> there's a lot on this end that we have to talk about first. So have those air Jesus's ready to go. Mm -hmm. 
So I apologize. Uh, we also have like big announcements at the end of this. So stay tuned for that or just skip ahead to that. If you have no interest <laughs> in any of, <laughs> of this, uh, but first things first, we have to talk about, you and I have talked about it in the past, but we have to talk about the death stranding phenomena, which is where you play the game the first time and you go, eh, it's all right. And you put it down. And then six months to a year later, you pick it back up and you just fucking crash into it like a brick wall and just fucking <laughs> <laughs> just absorb all of it. I don't know what it is, but everybody I've talked to about it, too, when like getting other viewpoints for this uh, for this episode, all had the same experience where they're like, yeah, the first time I played it, I thought it fucking sucked. And then I played it like six months later or I played it when the director's cut came out. And it was the best game I've ever played. <laughs> so, like, there's this weird phenomenon with this game where it, it doesn't hit you at first. I, I'm in the first half of that. So I'll, I'll let you know, mm-hmm. like, another four months. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm going to tell you right now, this shit gets crazy. <laughs> like, um, There's a lot of nuance and a lot of, um, I'm going to, there's a lot of symbology there symbolism the word you're looking for is symbolism um quote, Sim- uh, symbolism to quote another norman reedus movie but um th- that in itself that's a lot to go through another thing is like all the names mean something like names have a super important role in this and there's just a lot like i hope to do this right to where people will either go fuck this podcast and play the game instead (laughs) or have to re-listen to an episode and go wait what the fuck did you just say to me (laughs) what are those words so get ready for it it's gonna be it's gonna be i'm gonna have fun i don't have like 14 million tabs and the game open right now (laughs) to like like go through it but yeah i'll prepare to to weep Mm-hmm. So you you haven't hit the second stage of Death Stranding phenomenon yet. You're still on the first one, man. Uh, give, given my current schedule and my up uh, my upcoming schedules, it might be a little bit. I'm I gotta fit it in for the for the episode, so it's gonna happen. <laughs> just just friend me on there and use my shit. That's the other thing is like human interaction is a whole thing with it. That's it's it, just get ready because <laughs> wait. <laughs> What do you mean human interaction? Oh, my fucking God. Um, <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. I got to talk to people? <laughs> kind of. Yeah. Oh. And and we'll get into it because it's it's a big point know, of the game. No. Yeah. It's, I'm busting oh my your God. chops. I'm God. busting your chops. I don't even know how, like, I ha- next episode, we're lucky on this one. The next one, I'm fucked. <laughs> like, um, but yeah. That's all right, y'all. <laughs> no bukaki it's gonna be a whole bukaki yeah 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 once again thank you our japanese listeners um <laughs> we're gonna get banned <laughs> before we even get there. they have to know right <laughs> they have to know i mean it's the land of the rising sun they know yeah and i mean house of the rising sun is a dope ass song so i mean it has to correlate I bet you everyone in Japan is based. I think we're good. Oh, you know, they they for the culture. They yeah, they yeah. are for the culture. Yeah, they know they they know that there's at least one big dumb American somewhere like 
They know I exist, right? You're their favorite customer. <laughs> yes. <laughs> clearly, clearly, look at you, Sony. <laughs> <laughs> Looking at you. Sony, actually, it's a good thing. Let's let's talk into... Perfect segue. <laughs> perfect segue. Let's talk into the guy who made the game first and um, kind of... Well, actually, let's talk about Sony first because there's a story about Sony because Sony is directly involved with what happened when it comes to the music choices of Death Stranding. And boy, there are some music choices you you would not expect. You would not (laughs) expect. So I guess first let's talk about the soundboard or or the soundtracks and the sound design of Death Stranding um, because Sony Sony did a bamboozle (laughs) on a band. Ooh, was it um was it the neighborhood? No. Boo. It's the main so the main band. So a few of the, the bands of uh it, that you can find in Death Stranding are Low Roar, Churches, Silent Poets are the three big names that I, I know of that were in it. Mm, I know. So I'm a huge fan of the neighborhood. Mm-hmm. I like Major Lazer. I, I ain't gonna lie. I really yeah. enjoy their music. And then every now, I every do now and bring then. me the horizon. Yeah, got, yep. got a little hair hair flip here for you. You know, with my bald yeah. head. I for I forgot the neighborhood was in it. To be honest with you, uh man, they're a very niche band. Plus, their their shit is real dark. I mean. That's the theme of the game. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, for anybody who's never heard the neighborhood, that's why I gotta put it out there because they have that real catchy song "Sweater Weather," and then after that, it is a completely different monster. It's kind of like same thing with churches. Have you ever listened to churches? Like any of their other stuff? I feel like I have. You probably I, have, but they're one of those bands that do like terrible tragedies and really beautiful music. I guess is how you'd put it like dark themes, but with a bright tone and it like jolts your soul. It's, it's really cool. I like churches a lot. Um, but yeah, artists are abundant. The big one though is low roar, which they are also a dark theme band and their music is very soul catching. For those of you who have never heard them before, um, our intro for this area of the season um is based on low roars music like that was kind of like the only thing i sent to our boy um achilles and i was like this is the band i want you to replicate and he was like are you doing death stranding and i was like yes (laughs) (laughs) and he perfectly captured that dark gritty tone and it's beautiful and i love it but um, the story behind how Low Roar got into it is weird. Oh, was it? Um, like, well, I I want to clarify. Was it like me and how I stumbled upon your project on Instagram, or? Yes. <laughs> yeah, it's actually actually what you did is easier to have been done than the exact level of events that had to happen to get Low Roar into this. Go on. <laughs> so, um, we'll start with the mastermind, Hideo Kojima. He's the mastermind behind uh, big hits and games. We'll kind of focus on him as a person, his personal accolades in a different section. 
Uh, but just know he's the mastermind genius behind Death Stranding. He's actually the mastermind behind G- genius behind a lot of shit. But once again, we'll <laughs> we'll fucking get there when we get there. Um, but essentially, Hideo Kojima is like a renowned cinephile. So like he's super into movies and he's also super into music. Some of his favorite bands are actually Churches, Apocalyptica and Silent Poets. Those are like three of his favorites. Huh. Yeah, right. I didn't see that coming either. <laughs> I mean, it's it's weird. Japan has a like a huge it's funny how Japan like has a huge like metal culture, rap culture. It's, it's wild. I do love their trap rap. Japanese trap rap will change your life. I suddenly have a thing that I need to do. <laughs> <laughs> I'll send you a couple of songs. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so one day. Hideo Kojima is just walking around in Iceland. I don't know where at in Iceland, but he was walking around in Iceland, right? Mm-hmm. 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 mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> and so he uh, he decides that he's going to go ahead and do some shopping. So he goes into like an old school CD store, which is wild that CD stores are considered old school now. <laughs> but yeah, like an old school CD store. A CD-ROM? Oh, man. Yeah, so, because he was like, I'm going to go browse, you know, Norwegian music. And so he walks in, and he immediately hears a band playing over the, like, sound system, and it's Low Roar. And he said that he stood there for a minute, and then immediately fell in love with them, and then bought, like, just walked over and bought the CD. Like, right then and there, like, it hooked him immediately. I'm speechless. Damn, yeah, the power of music. God damn. And it gets better. So then he had to return to Japan. And on his way to Japan, like, he just had the whole CD on a loop. Like, that's all he listened to, the entire plane ride from Iceland (laughs) to Japan. Yeah, what year is this, by the way? Uh, This has to be fairly recent. Um, It doesn't give me an exact year. The article I'm reading is in 2019. Oh man, okay. I was mm-hmm. I was curious. I'm like, I wonder what game, other than I like Death Stranding, that their music might have been featured. Well, something else was going on in 2019 that we'll also get into. Oh man, I wonder. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> uh, but we have to talk about him in 2014. We have a whole bunch of things to go through. But for the music selection, so when Death Stranding came and it started becoming the like an evolving thing, um. Basically, uh, Kojima was like, hey, Sony, I want this band. Make it happen. And Sony was like, all right, we got you, boo, because obviously they were excited to have Kojima. And um, so Low Roar gets a um, where is it? Do they get like a a little um, little comm call? Did they have to tune in the right frequency? Kind of. So, oh they, so they get a call and they're like, and it's Sony on the other end. And Sony is just like, Hey, we want to use your music for an upcoming project. That was it. It wasn't even a phone call. It was an email. <laughs> it was an email saying, dear low roar, want to use music? Yes. No. <laughs> Love Sony. <laughs> Bro, the, fucking little did they know it was going to be popular on the FedEx simulator. So they almost denied it. 
They almost oh, they almost man. turned Sony down, and they were like, but the only reason, because they were like, you know, they didn't want to go down the whole rabbit hole, and it's Sony, so, you know, like, that's a whole thing. So they almost turned it down, but it just so happened, like, the band was in a rut. And they're yeah. like, <laughs> like, just the perfect timing. And they're like, fuck it, what do we have to lose anyway? So they agreed to it, and they're like, but what is it going to be used for? And Sony was like, we can't tell you. Because Kojima, uh, Kojima being Kojima, you know, like, refused, shows up, refuses to elaborate and leaves. <laughs> like, um, so they were like, can't tell you. So they begrudgingly allowed it only to find out like upon its release, that was the game. Like or that was the project at all <laughs> was Death Stranding. <laughs> yeah. Can you imagine their music? On like a fucking <laughs> pinata, Viva Pinata <laughs> sequel by Kojima. Dog, pretty much. It'd be the equivalency of like you as a band in like the early 2000s. And you get a call from a fucking crazy dude. And on the other end, he's just like, I want to use your shit for a project, but I'm not telling you what. And you begrudgingly agree to it only to find out it was the early 2000s Transformers movies that <laughs> your music is on. It's the same equivalency. Mm, god damn that was oh lincoln park's glory years god damn mm-hmm. thank you lincoln park for just dominating my uh my lime wire at the time. <laughs> rip to chester rip. Rip, rip to chester also rip to um my parents computer i'm sorry for all those viruses i swear to god i thought evanescence featuring lincoln park was a real thing like oh boy, you downloaded the <laughs> wrong album. <laughs> so, so yeah. Um, and then I'm not sure about the stories behind all of them, but that was the one that stuck out to me just because it's, it's so, it fits the theme of the game. Like it's just like one event barely does a ripple into another event. The circumstances that had to be in each stage are phenomenal. What about the other artists where they, did they get the same deal or? I don't know. There's nothing written about it. Um, the The main ones are, are always, if you try to pull this up, the main ones you'll find are about low roar because they also, they dominate the Death Stranding playlist. Um, like comparatively, uh, Churches only has one song. Uh, the Neighborhood won, Flora Cash won, Missio won, In Geneva won, uh, Alan Walker won, Major Lazer and, and Khalid won. You know what I mean? And then like that's like 10% of all the music are those like one-offs. And then the original soundtrack is like a solid 40%. And then like the rest of it's low roar. Oh, damn. So like, yeah. So that's, that's why I only know low roars because they make up a majority of the music of the game. In fact, the first song you hear in death stranding is don't be so serious by low roar. Oh, okay. All right. I was, yeah. I, okay. I actually do like yeah. that song. Yeah. Everybody likes that song. I do like that song. Fucking song. Like... <laughs> Yo. Um, Bones is another one they have in there and Patience. Those two, those two really do it for me too. Um, but we'll get there. <laughs> oh man. Two things I no longer have. Uh, right. Hey. Um, the whole soundtrack is just fucking phenomenal. But that's why I only know of them is because they just kind of dominate that space. Now, 
what do you think would have been like the weirdest artist to put in a game like this now that like you've um, played it who would have been like the worst choice the worst choice um oh my god uh ooh anything anything like upbeat and happy anything that just like a happy song so bob if, marley bob marley bob, would have been the worst choice really <laughs> yes all right, now what if we put Pitbull in the game? I mean, anything you put Pitbull into becomes a top seller, so <laughs> it, <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> Mr. Worldwide. Hey, yo, man. I think another band that could have like fit the tone, though, is Poets of the Fall. Because they have that it, same, especially Carnival of Rust. Dog, I have never heard of those people in my life. Yes, you have. You've played Max Payne. I have played. I have very. I've played it very much. <laughs> um, Poets of the Fall. The song you heard from Poets of the Fall was um, the same one that got me into it. Last goodbye or late goodbye. Y'all, if we had the rights or at least <laughs> license, we would. But Google it. <laughs> um. So it appeared in the second Max Payne. Yeah, yes. man, I, I have to. I gotta. I would have to run back through it. I can't. I yeah, can't. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure music. it's like it's like the ending song too. Oh yes, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> you'll you'll hear it once we do our our Max Payne <laughs> deep dive. Um, but yeah, I think I think Poets of the Fall would have been another one because they also have that same dark, gritty tone. I think, think I think they're also a Norwegian band. Uh, well, uh, wow. Oh, Finnish. Nope, they're Finnish. They're Finnish. Wow. They're Finnish. Um, yep. Wow. I just. I am so sorry, everybody. <laughs> I need. I need you. To, need you to do better. I need you to be better, Brandon. This is Death Stranding. Okay. Nothing I know. Nothing but excellence. I know. I'm not living up to Kojima's expectations. I need you to get it fucking together. I need to get your head. Get your head in the game. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. But with that said, speaking of <laughs> Kojima, let's get into, because Kojima is going to be a bit. <laughs> so let's get into the actors of Death Stranding because they used actual actors for Death Stranding. Yo, this cast is wild. <laughs> this is a, this is a movie. Yeah, it is. It is literally a fucking movie. Um, So I'm going to save the big one till the end because we'll bring him up because that's why kojima did kojima things but uh so we'll leave the main actor to the end <laughs> but some other big names that were in it give me one um am, am i allowed to say the man with the crossbow that everybody knows and loves no because that's the main character dummy <laughs> okay all right fine jeez <laughs> i just said like less than 30 seconds ago I, not I, him. I, <laughs> I thought it was gonna be the other guy how about um uh, the the guy who plays Dead Man, Dead Man. Uh, so that would be Tommy Earl Jenkins. No, that's not that's that's Die Hard Man. I know, I know. <laughs> wow, I we're know. shutting this whole thing down. We're taking no, it from the top. You're talking about Guillermo del Toro. <laughs> yes, there you go. Yes. You knew, you knew it, you knew it. Yes, I know. Um, so Guillermo del Toro. <laughs> is um uh, how 
<laughs> you know what, Ken Dog? Describe Guillermo del Toro for me. He just reminds me of Cartman. <laughs> it's weird. It's I get a whole Cartman from South Park vibe. I don't know why. I don't know why either, because his personality doesn't resemble that at all. No, but it's it's not so much like him. Oh, you're talking it's, about facial structure. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah, I could yeah. Yeah, I could I could give you that one. I could <laughs> that's yeah, he's well. He, I mean, Dead Man is a very in, he's a he's a interesting doctor. <laughs> That's the best way to put it. Yeah. Um. So he plays the doctor, uh, and we'll get into him when the story comes up because he also has a pretty fascinating storyline within the game. Um. But Guillermo del Toro is a um, Mexican, right? Mexican um, film director. Um, I don't actually, yes, he's a Mexican filmmaker. Yes. Okay. So we're not going to go into Guillermo's father being kidnapped in 97. Oh Lord. <laughs> yeah. Oh, in Guadalajara. That's a whole, that's a whole thing. Um, we love Guadalajara. Some place. of the things, for those of you at home, some of the things you probably know him um, are things like The Devil's Backbone, Hellboy 2, The Golden Army, Hellboy, Blade 2, uh, Mama, Pacific Rim Uprising, Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark. Didn't he also? Yeah, he also worked on Kung Fu Panda 2. Wait, I didn't know that. <laughs> I um, did not know that. Yeah. Wait, can we get a Jack Black collab? <laughs> like, I want a, I want a little bit of the pick of destiny in this game now. So he was the executive producer for Puss in Boots, Kung Fu Panda 2, Rise of the Guardians, and Kung Fu Panda 3. Wow, my man really likes Kung Fu Panda. <laughs> I mean, he kind of looks like him. Yo! <laughs> <laughs> it all make well technically you could argue that like Guillermo del Toro is an out of shape Wolverine holy shit <laughs> you can't see it now <laughs> it's Spanish Logan <laughs> holy shit <laughs> um yeah yeah um another movie and i'm gonna bring it up now there was a movie he made in 97 yeah 97 called mimic phenomenal movie that's gonna be important later (laughs) (laughs) have you have you seen mimic Bro, not I watched people, the whole series. There's like five lot, of the mugs. <laughs> not a lot of people watched Mimic. Oh, that's a shame. That was, oh man, that movie used to, ooh, ooh, that was, ooh. Can, am I allowed, wait, no, I don't want to ruin it. I have a feeling, yeah, I'll, I'll let yeah. you, I'll, I'll wait yeah, for the story to keep going. You, you see how it's going though, because you know the cast of it. Yeah. So you, so you see how it's all going to tie together. But yeah, Guillermo del Toro is, he's in it. Uh, another one that's in it is Mads Mikkelsen. Yes, delicious. 
delicious. <laughs> Are you saying that because of the cannibal or Hannibal? What? <laughs> what? So for those of you at home, uh, the wait, one wait. that I knew Mads Mikkelsen from was Hannibal. Because he crushed the fucking role. Like, he absolutely... The writing was horrendous in the show. But he crushed Hannibal. Like, he did great with it. Really? That was your that was your first movie with him? That's the first one where I was like, I've seen this. That's the first one where I knew his name. You know what I mean? Like, uh, I've seen him before. Okay. That was the gotcha. first one where I was like, who's that guy? And I was like, oh, that's Mads Mikkelsen. And that's when he became, like, my household's name. Oh, I, I don't, for, for me, it was Casino Royale because my mm-hmm. man literally just, he scratched another man's balls. That's a way to put it. That is a polite way to put it, but yeah, great movie, was, great. <laughs> to, Casino Royale is a great movie. That's a good 06 action movie. God, that fucking, that, <laughs> uh, the, the African, like, embassy, like, the whole Africa scene is phenomenal. It is beginning to end phenomenal on like how you open a movie um for those um harry potter nerds he was in fantastic beasts the secrets of dumbledore he he tried he tried to save that movie but he did his best <laughs> oh he was, on- he was in oh i'm sorry go oh. ahead i am so sorry well no you go first because there's two of them that i that i want to bring up I'm sure you're going to bring one of them up. Oh, you know, I was going to bring it up. (laughs) Dr. Strange. Yep, He was the big bad in Dr. Strange. That man needed eye drops so bad, yo. Mm, God, he did. Uh (laughs) (laughs) Ben Stein is beating the screen. I have it. (laughs) Speaking of Bukaki, Rogue One. I love Rogue One. I thought Rogue One was was great. Fucking hated Rogue One. (laughs) Oh, man fucking hated it um i have it was just poor writing just poor writing all around um it had some good moments like you're being rescued do not resist and the uh, the blind the blind man at the end doing just outlandish behavior just shitting on everybody well donnie yen is a treat and it's yeah. like it's in his contract you got to give him one scene where everybody gets wrecked yeah and he oh and he performed <laughs> <laughs> so I mean it had good moments but I just did not like Rogue One. It was mainly the main actress that I just could not just could not. Um it looked like she was just like gritting the whole time. Like for some reason she rolled her lips up and was just showing teeth the entire time and she went on about hope for about 45 minutes of the movie. If I heard the word hope one more time <laughs> I was going to blow my fucking brains out. I Wait. Was so over hearing that word that, and she somehow in four four lines convinced an entire army to follow her. <laughs> nah, mm, nah, that's not I mean, how any of that works. Number one, <laughs> are you penalizing her for being British? I just feel like that's a British thing. <laughs> I didn't say anything about British. I just said what she was doing with her teeth. It's pretty <laughs> fucked up that you brought up she was <laughs> she was British. Though. Shout outs to the UK. I love y'all. John all, Boyega. All four of our listeners in the UK. You thought you were you thought you were free? You thought we were just gonna pick on Japan? Oh Nerds. my god, no one is safe. No one is safe. What you looking at, Finland? We see you over there. Bro, I am not trying to square up with France. Yo. No, no. I I don't have the heart. 
Bro, in France, they are about it. They're like, oh, you want to raise gas prices? (laughs) Raise the motherfucking guillotines. (laughs) For real. Fucking France is about it. I don't want to mess with the French. (laughs) I just like how the French are like the only country I know of that woke up one day and was like, you know what we need to survive? Water. We should probably make sure that's a human right. (laughs) And then like made it a human right can't think about the little people how dare you right um i don't know how they are with nuclear but i know they used to be super pro nuclear too so that also i love um clean energy we love clean energy we love it the best energy mm-hmm. uh, nuclear is just big boy steam power and you can't change my mind but moving on because i'm not going to get in that goddamn tirade today other actors that were in it. Let's do let's do a cameo. Ooh, a cameo. Conan O'Brien. Yeah, the his 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 gamer segment should not have been as good as it was. <laughs> it, it should, really not, should have. not have been. <laughs> it should not have been. Um, but yeah, Conan O'Brien, he's not a main character, so don't worry, everybody at home, because I know he's a pretty um divisive character um but he is uh he's kind of i wouldn't say a cameo he is a character in it but he's a very like he's a sub to a sub character he's a sub to a sub character yo what in the what in the girlfriend my girlfriend got a girlfriend are you talking about uh you wouldn't understand yeah, because I believe in monogamy, you monster. Why do you hate love? It, I, it was when I was a young boy. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Go I on. Hate you. I hate you so goddamn much. Um, hey, man, you said it. You, you, you said it perfectly in our Kevin, our Kevo Loco 5 interview. When it's not my week to perform, I am just going to say whatever I want. Also, shout outs to Kevo. We love you, baby. <laughs> yes. Um, he did good, man. I liked having him on. He was fun. That was, yeah, we got to play Mario Kart. Mm-hmm. That, that's going to happen. But um, another... Here, I'll throw one at you. I'll throw, throw, uh, throw somebody from Zigame at you. So let's talk about a very interesting person. He um he might know the Muffin Man because they run in the same circles. Who's that? This city has fallen because of a woman. You're you're talking to me, right? Yeah, I'm talking to you. <laughs> I'm speaking in riddles. <laughs> I don't I don't like it. Please make it stop. <laughs> Mr. Troy Baker. <laughs> Troy fucking Baker. Um, yep, Troy Baker is a guy and he does appear in there. You if you ever if you ever just say that Troy Baker is a guy, I'm a fly up there. We're gonna have words. Okay, first of all, Jason Todd. Thank you. So simmer down. You think I don't know my red hood? <laughs> Bro, he back was, up. He, he was Excalibur. <laughs> he was. 
Yeah, if um, anybody who knows this anime, Soul Eater, <laughs> he played the greatest weapon. <laughs> oh, I just knew him from Bioshock Infinite. Really? Main, yeah, that was the main one. He was the uh, he was he was Booker Dewitt in Bioshock Infinite. Damn! Wait, so what? You haven't seen, dude? He was uh, he did the voice for uh, the main character in uh, Darker Than Black. Um, who who was another one? I know he was in Code Geass. Oh, bro, he went crazy in Naruto. He did Yamato. He did Pain. Really? Um, Gamaharu. Kyo. I know he's like one of the most respected voice actors in like history. You know, plus he's plus he's, bat, I believe he's Batman. He's Batman. Is, is he? No. Yeah, he's he was... played, Yeah, he's done Batman. He's done Lego Batman. He's done it for uh, some of the Justice League movies. He's even played the Joker. Well, I knew he played the Joker because he played the Joker, Red Hood, and Tim Drake in the Arkham series. Mm-hmm. But he, uh, the animated movies. Oh, see, that's where we're having our disconnect. Yeah, if um if you cu- if you kept up with DC's like animated movies I, I, from like the uh, I'd say around 2014 when they started like that DC animation universe in there. Okay. He was like, yeah, he's a Batman, Joker, Two-Face. He's been so. a little bit so he's been everywhere. The dude yeah. is like phenomenal and he plays the main bad guy in Death Stranding. And how would you describe him? We'll get into it when we get to it. <laughs> oh, man. Jeez, Jeez Louise just cut yeah. me off. Yeah. Uh, what about, since I brought him up earlier and we haven't talked about him, Tommy Earl Jenkins. Talk to you. Talk, tell, the, tell the nice people about him. Okay. So Tommy Earl Jenkins has been in theater and film since like the 90s that I know of. Um, I know he was in Cats. Which, not a bit... <laughs> But we're talking like '90s cats, you know what I mean? Like, oh, in the in the prime, yeah, he was in the prime. Yeah, yes. Wait, isn't that like the longest running? Bro- they think they're literally retiring it this year. Uh, yes, they're finally retiring it. Yeah. Oh, shout out to all the theater nerds mm-hmm. out here in the world. You. Yep, and for you other theater nerds, I won't leave you out. He was also uh, he did some theater work for Five Guys Named Mo, uh, Aladdin. What's another one? Dirty Dancing, Jersey Boys, and Cinderella. In Dude, ev- everybody does Jersey Boys. Everybody. Everybody. It's a requirement. <laughs> <laughs> For real. <laughs> wow, you didn't do Jersey Boys? <laughs> you didn't even pay your dividend. You didn't pay your dues, man. Um, um, films. The big ones are Patriot Games, Agent Cody Banks, which he obviously didn't play the main character. <laughs> Uh, yes, he did. I remember watching the movie when Frankie Nunez turns into a black man. I, I remember that. Mm-hmm. Born Identity. Bro, I'm looking Those at his thing. Like he was in ones. Reign of Fire. Oh, shit. Yeah, he was in Reign of Fire. Wonderful movie. Matthew McConaughey deserves an Oscar for Reign of Fire. I could, I could get behind that. I could get behind. I had to think about it, but <laughs> yeah, I, I real, could get you're thinking it. real hard. <laughs> I, I had to think about it. I was like, do we though? <laughs> Come on, man. The pickaxe scene. You know what scene I'm talking about? Yeah, 
Yeah, I do. Um, <laughs> the big one that he's that like once again because I'm a dork. The things that I know him in are the video games. He was in Guild Wars Two, Pillars of Eternity Two, Fallout seventy six, and Gotham. He's currently in the new Gotham Knights, which I hate Gotham Knights, but yeah, he's in Gotham Knights. He plays Jacob Kane. I cannot wait to grab that for like. Fifteen dollars. I'm very excited. Um, yeah, man, it's terrible. <laughs> Wait, did you already play it? Yeah, I'm. Um, I got about ten hours into it, and then I was like, "This is garbage." <laughs> Stop. <laughs> no, man, it's 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 really bad. Anyway, yeah, we'll 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 sidebar yeah. that. Yeah, that's a whole other topic. But yeah, it sucks, which stinks because the voice acting is incredible in the game and he's a voice actor for it but um so that's tommy earl jenkins another one lindsey wagner lindsey wagner she sounds familiar you there it's impossible for you to not have seen her before uh hey man she has been doing shit since like the 70s dude it's my job i think 71 is when she was she was already doing shit yeah she was already on tv in 71 71 let's see if uh Lay, lay down some of her, her filmography to see if I know who this woman is. Well, I'm not a huge 70s um, <laughs> film buff. Wow. So it's hard. Yeah, I know everybody's really mad at me right now. Uh, but I know in 88, she was in Alfred Hitchcock um, Presents, and she was in the episode called Prism. Yeah, with her TV stuff, I just don't know any of it. Um, I know she's been in Grey's Anatomy, NCIS. I know the, I know the shows, and oh, let's throw some out there oh, that people have seen the yes, old school please. shows, um, the Six Million Dollar Man. Everybody saw an episode or two as a kid. Yes. Uh, the I I do remember seeing the Bionic Woman. I I do remember seeing that. I know there's a rerun somewhere. Somewhere. So somewhere because they used to rerun it with like Knight Rider and shit. She uh, she did win um, a primetime Emmy for the Bionic Woman for Outstanding Lead Actress. Damn right. Mm-hmm. Oh, I know exactly who this woman is. She was in Warehouse 13. Oh, shit. I have no idea what that is. You've never seen Warehouse 13? No, I didn't see the first 12 either. Wow. Wow. Wow, 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 wow. <laughs> this, it's, yo, it's, it, man, I'm, yo, people sleep on sci fi shows. Like, sci fi as a network has some really, like, solid shows that nobody watches. Well, that's because they canceled the ones they do watch. Yeah. I literally, <laughs> the, the Expanse only survived, literally, the Expanse was good on sci fi, and they were like, hey, quick, somebody save that shit. <laughs> yo. Oh man! And yeah, yeah she played a doctor on the show, yeah. so sci-fi. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you have to. And then the only video game she's been in is Death Stranding. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it fits her mo. It, it totally fits her mo. She crushes the role, though. We'll get into her because she is a prominent character throughout it. So we'll. we'll We'll, you'll see what I mean when we get into it, but she does really crush the role in Death Stranding. 
the next one we're uh, going to talk about, Margaret Qualley. Probably never heard uh, of her. Yeah, no, I've, I've, I've never heard of this woman in my life. She was in The Nice Guys as Amelia Cutter. Yep. As Amelia Cutner. I got to rewatch the movie, man. I don't remember. I don't she, was remember. The, she was the woman in the yellow dress is the only way I could describe her. <laughs> that could be any woman. Anyone. Okay. <laughs> You're like, wow. Look, man, I have a All bad right. memory. Okay. Uh, what about Death Note? Oh, I love Death Note. She was Mia Sutton. Oh my God! Never mind. I don't. I never want to meet this girl. Good Lord, that movie was bad. Yes, it was. She, it was fucking she was, terrible. She was terrible as Mia. She, my God. She also doesn't do great in Death Stranding. If you want me to be a hundred percent honest with you. Um, she does okay. She doesn't do bad. She just does okay. Like, I want to clarify. Clearly, she's talented because she's an actress and she's getting roles. So, like, I could never reach that level. But I'm not a fan. I am definitely not a fan. I do wish her nothing but success, though. <laughs> uh, she was in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Was it a short part or a big part? <laughs> um. Well, her listing is as Pussycat. So, <laughs> I'm not... I don't I was, know how was, big of a role that is. <laughs> uh, I believe it's a big part. She's the cat's meow. Um, is that where that comes from? I don't know, man. I heard it. I, I heard it back on one of those old timey seventies TV shows. Okay. I'm not going to dive into it. I don't have the heart right now. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. um, and then the last one being. God, I I can't say her name. Where the fuck? Leah Sado, Sado. Leah. Hold on, let me let me pull up the cast list real quick. Leah, Leah. It's Leah. it's French. <laughs> oh, so, I definitely don't. I don't know this woman. Oh, hold on. <laughs> yeah, it is Le- Leah Sado. I was right. I just didn't emphasize the uh, the Leah enough. Why won't you even try? This is your favorite game ever. I, I, I just did. Try harder. I, I just did. I don't know anything about any of these. Um, I know she was in Mission Impossible Ghost Protocol. Bro, who did she play? <laughs> uh, S- S- Sabine Moreau. She was in the Grand Budapest Hotel. Oh, was she? Yeah. Dude, she was in in wait, Glor- in Glory, she was in Inglorious Bastards. Yeah, um she also played a pretty prominent role. I don't know if you have ever seen it, but uh Beauty and the Beast. She was Belle. Nah, never. <laughs> never never what kind of movie what people let their move let their children watch a movie about a woman and animals? Ugh, How dare they? Fucking psychopaths. Um Gaston did nothing wrong, but <laughs> Yeah, and his friend was straight. <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> Nailed it. That's our hot take for this episode. <laughs> <laughs> and canceled. <laughs> but uh, those are the big ones. And then last but not released, the main man that I know you wanted to talk about, um, Norman Reedus. Yeah, I've never heard of that guy. What, what's never, special about him? Norman Reedus is a very... Nobody knows about Norman Reedus. He's, he's a... Uh, 
He's hiring new actor. I would say he's brand spanking new. Um, he's, oh, okay. yeah, brand new. He's never played in anything um, at all. Everything he's done um, has been kind of garbage up until now, too. Oh, okay. um, definitely you. not the kind of guy you'll catch in a in a hit TV series or in any cult classics. Definitely not. Um, and he's very one dimensional. He doesn't like anything outside of acting, and he comes off as very pompous. I heard he punches babies all the time. It's like what he does for for kicks. Um, unfortunately, nobody's caught him in the act. Um, it's just the notes they leave behind going, "LOL, your baby can suck it." After he does it, um, hold on, Letter Kenny allegedly, <laughs> allegedly. <laughs> um, no, uh, for those of you who do know Norman Reedus, obviously we made all that up. That's the exact opposite. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody out here is typing Norman's Reedus punches baby. <laughs> uh, he unpunches babies. Oh wow, <laughs> wow, that's a power. <laughs> um, he his big breakout. Wait, time out, time out, time out. How do you unpunch a baby? <laughs> uh, he's I don't know, man. He's a god. He figured it out. <laughs> like, I for one don't question saints. Speaking of saints. I knew him from Boondock Saints. That's when he became my household name is from Boondock Saints. Which if you haven't watched Boondock Saints, it's an official YML watch list, Boondock Saints. He was also, uh, things people would probably know him from, he wielded a stupid weapon in a show called, uh, what was it? The the Running Alive, uh, the, the Bumbling... The Bumbling Half-Deads. What was that show? Oh, it was um, Breaking Bad. Was it Breaking Bad? I'm pretty sure it wasn't Breaking Bad. I think it had zombies. He was totally selling meth to zombies. I watched the series twice. I'm pretty sure that was Guillermo del Toro. Well, somebody was selling meth. But yes, he was on The Walking Dead. There you go. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so you got to give my man's credit. He had like, what, four or five arrows like, he did a good job of not losing them throughout the series. He really did. He really did. He was not... Um, my favorite thing of Hawkeye in the MCU is that the motherfucker runs out of arrows. Um, not a problem for Norman Reedus. Yeah, he grabs a fucking twig and shoots at you. <laughs> he, he doesn't give a shit. <laughs> Freaking... Um, my God, what's another... I'm trying to think of... Yo, he, I, he was in Blade 2. Yes, he was a scud. Mm, he was in Blade, yup. Mm-hmm. He's a little vampire sucker. Mm-hmm. The two that people will know him from, from early hits outside of Boondock Saints, are going to be a movie called Floating. He played Van in Floating, but the one that everybody should know him from is he played Jeremy in Mimic. And that was actually oh his, God. not only his breakout role, that was his starting role. And it gets kind of screwy because depending on who you ask, some people will say Floating was his first movie, but Mimic is, he even claims Mimic to be his first movie, and Mimic actually debuted prior to Floating. So I don't know why people say Floating was his first movie. It was 100% Mimic from his own mouth. (laughs) So the wiki is wrong. I don't know who's in charge of that, but fix it. Okay, first of all, the internet tells people what they have to do so uh, we are mouth. on the internet so oh god <laughs> we're those people now 
No. No. <laughs> we become the very thing you sought to destroy. <laughs> um, another show, and it will come up later, so I'm bringing it up. He does have his own show. Um, it's called Ride with Norman Reedus. Um, and it's actually pretty dope. It's basically just him on a motorcycle with, like, famous people. Like, he ju- in season five, he was with Josh Brolin, Dylan McDermott, um, Ryan Hurst was last season. Like, he... he does a whole bunch of cool guy shit and it's about motorcycles. It's pretty fucking nifty. I just think it's neat. So how come you don't own a motorcycle? Um, because I'm, I have personally lost like six friends to motorcycles. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. This wasn't the, uh, (laughs) I'm the asshole. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Yeah, I've lost more friends in the military to motorcycles than combat. <laughs> so, <Wow>. yeah. <laughs> well, so there's that. <laughs> just let that well, gestate, I guess. So, we're totally not covering any motorcycle games. Completely banned and it's from not, the pod. It's not like I want other people banned from them. I wish no ill will to anybody with them, um, obviously, but I'm just, I'm good. That and I'm kind of stupid. <laughs> so, like, I'm not the kind of person that should be on. <laughs> Are you, are you are you talking about pulling a sloppy bed and not wearing a helmet? I'm pull up, man. Just think of me of how stupid I am on just like and like when I'm trying my best not to be. Um, now imagine me at my worst, and now just know my worst is all the time. So, <laughs> yeah, that's like every guy after 25. Yeah, you just you just turn into a pile of bullshit and mush. <laughs> <laughs> You're grumpy. <laughs> I know Your everybody I need like to know. To. <laughs> yeah. I don't need any more friends. You're you're Tom Hanks in that movie that comes out with the the Hispanic family. It's you're fun. him. I was talking to uh, I was talking to my wife about uh, our boy John over at uh, the Artificial Mind. And uh, I was like, yeah, yeah. I've, been, I've been talking to I talked to John like all day. And she was like, did you make a new friend? I was like, this would be the first new friend I've made in like a decade because <laughs> like, I'm so grumpy. I thought y'all were already friends. <laughs> no, I've never met John. Stop. I met John when you met John. <laughs> stop. Wait, stop fucking playing. No, <laughs> I'm being. Dead oh, ass. man. Wow, man, I'm just being a stereotypical asshole. I just assume everybody in the military knows everybody. No. <laughs> like, y'all, like, meet up once a year, have a picnic and shit. No, it's a, don't get me wrong, it's a small army, but it's not that small. Like, I ran into the same dude, like, and we weren't, like, BFFs, but we ran into each other at, like, three different installations <laughs> at, like, different points through 11 years. Stop playing. Dog, yeah, it's it's wild, man. The military is wild, how big it is and how small it is at the same time. In fact, one of them, um, he left and came back and I was still there. And he's like, you're still fucking here. He's like, this is my second rotation. Oh, my God. Yeah, man. It's a whole fucking thing. But um, actually, real quick, I I believe we're about to hit an hour. I I feel like that's a good. Yes, because immediately following, (laughs) we're going to go into Norman Reedus. And how he got the role of Death Stranding, it's a crazy story, and that's going to bring us into the brainchild of Death Stranding, who is Hideo Kojima, and that should just about wrap the episode. Oh, after, you know, and then our big announcements, but...
Oh, you're gonna tell everybody that you're trying to be the hot co-host? Yeah, hey, you confident hey, bastard. Hey, I'm just saying. I'm out here representing all the slobs of the I'm world. I'm just baby. saying. I gave Bellies you the out. same tools I utilized, and you refused them. Don't be mad at me. <laughs> I, I, it was nothing but equity. Oh man, <laughs> I should have known. But yeah, let's uh, let's go ahead. We'll come up on break. I hope there are ads playing. If not. You guys know we haven't made it yet. <laughs> See you. Welcome back, everybody. We didn't miss you. Like we said last episode, that's why we always stay lying to y'all. We did miss <laughs> you. <laughs> Um, so we are going into the man behind, or no, not the man behind the machine, the man in the machine, Norman Reedus. Wait, he's a Gundam pilot? He could be very easily. Yeah, definitely. (laughs) Very easily. I'm surprised that hasn't been brought up until right now. Look, I don't know why you're telling me we're in, in 2022 and the closest I came to a Gundam and a film was in Ready Player One. Yeah, I spoiled it. I don't care. I screamed like a girl in the theater. But what that about, was the closest I came to a Gundam, like a Gundam live action. What about Pacific Rim? No. <laughs> no. It's, it, I'm sorry. Pacific Rim is like, it's pretty much doing the fusion dance with your brain. Gundam is different. Okay. Gundam is Gundam. You also but, just have an obsession with Gundam. I have, dude. You, have, I, you, you used to send me pictures of shit, and I'd be like, oh, man, that's cool. And I'd be like, I don't care <laughs> about Gundam. All right, number one, I like to send cool-looking art, okay? No, you send me two, this. I, you just send me still shots of the anime. <laughs> did I? Did I randomly yes. send you? Wait. Yes. Oh, it was yeah, like in the man. beginning of our friendship when we were both super stupid. <laughs> Oh man, yeah, it did not. It did not get better as I got older. It, it, I feel like uh, so you didn't know that I didn't enjoy it whatsoever, and then I didn't. Oh, have, I didn't have the balls to throw away a brain, a, a spurring friendship, and be like, I don't like. Or it's not even I don't like Gundam. It's just it does nothing for me. It's not oh, like that's I all you had to it. say. I know, but in a new friendship when we were teenagers. <laughs> I would have not given a shit. I was like, okay. You forget. You you- <laughs> I have no social norm. Like, oh I don't God. know cues. <laughs> like, that's why, that's why everybody either loves me or hates me is because I said something offensive and they don't like it. And I'm too dumb to realize I said it. Or I just, because I want to avoid that option, I just go super nice. So people think I'm a nice person. <laughs> like, <laughs> Yo, you, you understand? I know people who like Gundam. So like, I would never have been offended. Like, Oh, okay, cool. Well, I don't know shit. that because I'm socially dumb. <laughs> oh my God. I didn't know that that's, that's the normal reaction for that. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I don't know who you be hanging around. I'm like, Oh Lord, there's a whole group of people. I don't know that. Would, like, just randomly post Gundam pics and we're like, yeah. <laughs> that's a that's a dope Gundam. That's I think better, it's, that's I it. think it might be the same thing of like when I used to send you gun pictures and you'd be like, oh yeah, that's cool. And I'd be like, isn't it? 
<laughs> well, no, I've, I've, but I, I would look into the gun because, like, that's what at the time we're like watching FPS Russia, yeah. like back in like that YouTube. Like, yeah, definitely guns were interesting. Did you ever do the follow up? Did you do the follow up? Did you ever listen to the follow up of like what happened to him? Bro, he got fucking he got boned by the ATF. Bro, go Yo. figure. Go figure. ATF again. Go figure. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, they at least got, his they dog's had... alive. For real? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, my man got Waco'd. <laughs> like, he's alive, much. by the way. He just got he's fucking alive. raided. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what I want to put out there. <laughs> Yo. Anywho. Um, anywho. <laughs> Because you're going to get me down that road. Oh, <laughs> and that won't Actually, get us canceled. <laughs> I totally remember the thing I wanted to tell you before the break. Okay, please proceed. Oh, yeah. It was uh, fucking because we were talking Death Note and all that. I was going to be like, William Defoe is the only redeeming part of Death Note. Because he is such an amazing casting to play uh, Ryuk. He kills it. He kills everything he does. He does also... I got to give you a random fact. Apparently, you, you've you seen um, Lars von Tier films, right? No. Like Nymphomania. Okay. Uh, very artsy, heavy on sex, and like crazy with themes. Are you going to tell me a, the thing where like he had to have a body double for a certain reason? Yeah. Yes. I didn't know that yeah, shit. Yeah. Go ahead and tell people. <laughs> yeah. So real quick, um, William Dafoe was filming this, this very artsy movie called Antichrist. And the director is known to have very uh, graphic sex scenes in his movies. Well, uh, apparently, when they were going to film a sex scene, William Defoe's member is so... And it's not it's not big. The quote is, it is so largely distracting. <laughs> 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 You're like, that's... <laughs> I'm like, wait, 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 wait. It's not big, <laughs> but it's it it's the size still. Like, what's it's it, it's a wombo. He has a wombo <laughs> size dong. You wombo, I wombo. We all wombo, can't There it is. Yes, that's it. He has a just. I I can imagine you go to your job. Hey man, that's kind of big. <laughs> big if true. Yeah. <laughs> that's the thing i like I, I looked it up and then i'm like all right let me find like the sites that are going to disprove it i can't find it <laughs> <laughs> but yeah the green goblin is packing heat yo <laughs> oh man oh yeah god i wonder how he fit in that dress in boondock saints then well, it explains the the sex scene, <laughs> dude. When you have a massive dong, you don't need a cuddle. That's <laughs> fuck out of here. Fair. He was so good in that role. He was so fucking he, good. I he hope did he comes phenomenal. Back one. Oh, he will. He will. Because I mean, he, he made that fun. he made that cameo in the second one. Oh yeah, and he's he's. Yeah, I feel like he's at that age where he's gonna do movies that were fun. I yeah. mean, he came back to Spider Man. Fat paycheck and why not? Yeah. Yeah. I think he's getting into that. Fuck it. I just want to have fun part of his career. He doesn't need the money. <laughs> he's got the money. He's there for the ha-has. The hee-hees and the hoo-hoos. But, um, yeah, thank you for bringing that up. That's one of my favorite facts of all time. <laughs> so, 
Norman Reedus was on with him or with William Defoe in Boondock Saints. So transitioning back to Norman Reedus. So Norman Reedus, if you'll remember, his breakout movie was Mimic. Phenomenal movie. I'm not going to stop saying that. Phenomenal. Is it on the watch list? It 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 should be on the not Val Kilmer watch list. I don't think I didn't I didn't realize you you like Mimic. I don't. We never actually really talked about it. Man, I don't know. We're just we're just we're just there. We're not friends <laughs> in real life, y'all. We're not. No, we just we just have this chemistry that no other mixed match podcasting <laughs> team can get. Um, but uh, so do you know who directed Mimic? Uh, a certain Mexican filmmaker by the name of Gilmore. Gil, I can't even say Guillermo. It. Guillermo. I don't know. I don't, oh I don't even speak Spanish. Like you, you need to figure it out. This is your only job. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa! Sorry, you're not paying for me to speak Spanish, homeboy. <laughs> I don't know what I'm paying you for at all at this rate. <laughs> Just to look at William Defoe, dong. <laughs> yeah, that's about it. <laughs> that and your uh, your 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 art. <laughs> My art's pretty good. You have to admit, it's getting pretty good. Yeah, man, your hentai is coming like full circle. Full circle. I'm <laughs> I'm transitioning away from Utopia feet pics. <laughs> Don't worry, you guys will see the art by now. You you would have seen the art in question. Uh, yeah, yeah, because it'll be out when this episode mm-hmm. airs. But we'll get into that. That's the end of it. But yeah, Guillermo del Toro, right? So obviously, Guillermo del Toro and uh, Norman Reedus kind of established a big friendship right because Guillermo del Toro is the one that I won't say he gave Norman Reedus his career because Norman Reedus 100% earned it um but he facilitated it I guess would be a non-offensive way to put it they both took a chance I, I think it's a case they both took a chance on an original IP that in theory should not have worked yes. but it worked that's the best way to put it yes um, so anyway, Norman Reedus is just hanging out one day and Guillermo del Toro calls him and he's like, Hey, there's this dude named Hideo Kojima. He's going to fucking call you. Just say yes. <laughs> and Norman Reedus is like, what do you mean? <laughs> just say yes. And, um, Guillermo del Toro says, stop being an asshole. Just say yes. And then hangs up. <laughs> I do remember reading that. I do remember <laughs> reading that shit. <laughs> um, that's literally your pot, your podcast proposition. Can you stop being an asshole? And let's do this. Just say yes. <laughs> that's exactly what happened. It's just when people know they have a good idea, <laughs> they won't convince you of why their idea is good. They'll just tell you to do it. <laughs> um. So. Obviously, you know, the phone call happens and he says yes. So Hideo Kojima is actually coming to, I think Reedus was in San Diego at the time. And Hideo Kojima shows up with like his usual entourage because Hideo Kojima doesn't just go places, <laughs> you know. Um, Y'all, he's like, he's like Japanese prince is the best way to put it. He's a Japanese prince, but not in music, but more in, in, in video games. I'd say like reverse reverse prince. Like Yeah. He's anti prince. I don't know. Anyway, uh <laughs> we're getting way in the weeds. Um 
So game blouses. Game. So this game is actually not Death Stranding. <gasps> dum, yes. dum, dum. So while going around, Hideo uh, Kojima is showing him what he's working on. He's working on a game called Silent Hill. Well, Norman Reedus oh. is Silent Hill. It's Silent Hills, but... Never heard of her. Yeah. Uh, no. Silent Hills... <laughs> Silent Hills, it never happened. But <laughs> Silent Hill was a... Uh, it's Actually, there's a remaster coming up of the second one, I believe, which is great because the first remaster they did years ago was absolutely terrible. The Silent Hill is a very prominent horror video game. One could even say, like, you remember how we were talking about it with our boy Aggie, OG? Yes. Um, other games walked so Silent Hill could run. Silent Hill is like the OG horror game. Which is right up Hideo Kojima's alley. Because that's his shit. Norman Reedus was like looking at this shit. And I just have to say what he said about it. Because it's it's very Norman Reedus. It's um. I was like. And he says. And I was like. Yes. Let's do this. It's not Miss Pac-Man. <laughs> it's so realistic. It's so futuristic. It's so complicated and beautiful. I was completely blown away. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, that, yeah. that sounds like what Kojima like, would give you. I don't know where the it's not Miss Pac-Man. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's very odd, but okay. Um, so they start. He, I was gonna say he sounds like one of those agents in the eighties. Like fucking Tom, you're gonna do this fucking movie. You're yes. just gonna do it, and it's gonna be great for your career. So they start working on this game called Silent Hills. Also. Um, so that cool. game was in development from 2012 to 2015. And it would have been the ninth installment of the Silent Hill series. And it was to be directed by Hideo Kojima and, guess who? Guillermo del Toro. <gasps> what? So Konami was the company that kind of owned i guess kojima productions at the time would be that be a way to, to put it yeah that's it was, the, it was that's one the of their studios it. it's hard to describe mm-hmm. for new listeners how the whole thing works but imagine like a company owns several studios kojima was one of the studios so and i was gonna be like if anybody grew up playing any of the metal gears you would have seen the logo and his name associated with it yeah. For anybody who grew up playing it. Other than that, yeah. Yeah. He's uh he was in Cyberpunk 20. You've seen this man too. You've seen uh you've seen him. He was in uh because he does cameos all the time for a whole bunch of shit. Hideo Kojima yeah. like did a cameo in Cyberpunk 2077. He did a he did one for Metal Gear Solid 5. Um those are just two off the top of my head. He's done several more. If literally, if you played any of the Metal Gears, he's in there. Yeah, he's in there somewhere. <laughs> um, so they were working on this game for a long ass time, and in 2014, yes, in 2014, they released a play a playable teaser for Silent Hills, and they called it PT for playable teaser, and it was just a short, basically like imagine a teaser trailer for a movie but playable instead of watchable ahead of its time. Y'all the, the matrix try to replicate that success. Mm-hmm. Um, and NPT, that's when people got 
the revelation that uh, Guillermo del Toro was doing shit with it and that Norman Reedus was both the voice actor and the uh, the appearance of the protagonist. But there was like a glitch you had to do to look through a mirror to view. It was a whole thing um, because it, once again, he keeps everything under wraps as he does it. Like he doesn't like he likes to just surprise people. That's part of his gimmick. But you gotta give the the people a little bit more credit than that. Some people were able to to properly beat the the playable trailer to get to the the secret cinema. Yes. So you it's, know, other than because other some people glitched into it, some people did it properly. They figured out what they had to do. Yeah, it was a it was a thing. Is the best way I could put it. But uh, so everybody became real hyped because this trailer, like this teaser, was fucking great it was literally critically acclaimed and it was a teaser that's how good it was i would even argue just in terms to game design like literally game design level design to like npcs it's phenomenal it's um this like one of the things i loved about pt that was tight when you're walking through the corridor there's a particular apparition that appears it's cool because if when somebody actually glitched the game to kind of like see out what you don't realize is as you're walking that this apparition is literally designed to be walking by literally behind you the whole time you're walking through um the little apartment house that you're in for pt and like when you go into certain rooms they kind of like phase the apparition out so that way when you turn around you never see it but literally the whole time you're playing PT, the apparition is behind you. Yeah, it it was the whole thing was great. Um, you yeah, can't so. get it. You can't get a hold of it now for legal reasons. Um, however, I'm sure with enough searching, you can find uh, something for you to uh, yeah, yeah, for you eBay. to interact with. eBay, you gotta buy legit PS uh, PS3s that still have it. Yeah, it's uh, you you just have to dig. There's other there's other stuff too. Just put on a black hat with a fucking skull and crossbones. You'll figure it out. This is where you're supposed to say, but Brandon, you wouldn't download a pizza. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm, I was like, is my man talking about the new Ubisoft pirate no. game? I'm sorry. I, I, I blinked out for a second. I'm like, that's a weird. Like, I'm gonna drop this nugget here. Yeah. That. The silence was stunning. <laughs> yeah, no, like you caught, like yeah, cross involves. I'm like, wait, that's that's the pirate game that's like still in development hell. <laughs> I'm sorry, I had a I had a brain fart. But all right, so PT happens. Everybody's like, yo, this is gonna be great. We're getting a new Silent Hills. Norman Reedus is the dude. We got Del Toro. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be a, a brain fuck. It's gonna be fucking phenomenal. And you're more well versed what happened after what I'm about to say, but um, it gets canned. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that made uh, Metal Gear 5's development real fun. <laughs> yeah, um, it gets canned. And the reason why is the company, the, the official reason why is because the company restructured and essentially they would go into that corporate model of Konami basically is the corporate head and then several studios would be under it and they just wanted Kojima to do Metal Gear Solid 5 which is a breakout series 
um, that deserves its own thing. <laughs> That's its own beast that we'll have to fight one day. 50 episodes off the top. God, dude, oh my God. Cause there's so much, there's so much shit. <laughs> the Lale Lule It's good. It's good. It's great. <laughs> it's just, there's so much. I'm going to be like, Brandon, Brandon, Brandon. <laughs> um, uh, and also, too, he was going to make five. It was yes. going to happen. He just wanted to do this instead. Yeah. He, yeah. It wasn't that he did not want to. <laughs> it's just he wanted to do this thing first. But then what happened? <laughs> then what happened next, Brandon? So Konami wanted to focus on mobile gaming. <laughs> what? What what gaming company in in the 20th century would focus on mobile games? So the reason why is Konami kind of did a I won't say a bamboozle, but they took a whole bunch of older Konami games and they put them all into one thing. I want to say they called it what it was it Dragon Quest. Um Dragon Collection. It was the Dragon Collection. I don't remember that. Yeah, so it didn't take off in the US. It was a huge Japanese thing in 2010. It had yeah. Castlevania, Frogger, Contra, like all that shit. I'm surprised it didn't take off. That I feel like that would have sold. Yeah. <laughs> sold big. <laughs> but now bearing in mind this is 2010. So this is when smartphones are just like coming out yeah they're just starting to turn that corner um so it was also hard for like the control system to operate it was not a great system because everything was new back then so it didn't really take off over here but in japan it was fucking massive so of course five years later come and the best part of it was is it made fucking millions but it cost the company like nothing to make because they already had it all. <laughs> and everything yeah. from back in the day is such a small size. You know, memory-wise, it was easy to run. Yeah, programming them controllers was a lot harder. Yeah. Yeah, that I'm sure was the most difficult part. But I'm sure once you figured it out, you were... You were mm, just copy and paste. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. And, and you're right in that instance, yo. Because, like, for instance, like Square Enix around that time had a shit ton of mobile games. Mm-hmm. There's like, and and mind you, some of them are canon to their games. Like there were a ton of like mobile Final Fantasy games. There were mobile Kingdom Heart games. <laughs> oh, shit. Quit asking yeah. us to do Kingdom Hearts. Stop it. <laughs> Knock it off. We're, we're going to do it. It we're will do happen. Healthcare. <laughs> Just, boys, let us finish Halo first. <laughs> Like, we've finished one out of three games. We're only at a 33% completion rate. I think we're doing great. I think we're going to make it. We're going to make it to the sixth grade at this rate. We've we've completed one game in six months. <laughs> and it's not for lack of episodes because there's one every week. Nailing it. Uh, sometimes two. And no, sometimes three. <laughs> sometimes four. Yeah, that one we, we had three. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, All right, enough distractions. So, All right. So, needless to say, Konami is focused on like 
bottom lines at this point, right? Well, there's a lot of dirty rumors going on about uh, Kojima at this time because Kojima works on salary. He's a salaried employee. However, according to um, some of the people who did like the uh, the some of the musical composers, they said that um, working with Kojima was a fucking nightmare. And the reason, <laughs> and the reason why is because Kojima refused to cut corners. <laughs> that's not good for the bottom line, though. And sir. that's exactly what happened. So while he was unaffected by like a whole bunch of delays because he wanted to keep adding systems upon systems upon features in the Metal Gear Solid Five, um, the increasing budget paired with delays uh, was not really something the company was super stoked about. Oh, but it gets worse. Well, Kojima didn't help it because he also came out and said that he has absolutely zero fucking interest in what he calls the business side of game development. Ooh. And Konami was like, not with our fucking money. (laughs) So then it comes out that, um, silent Hills, the, the new silent Hill game got the can, right? Or did it get saved? (laughs) We'll get there. So about a month afterwards. So Kojima and Konami split. Like they can't work together. And y'all, this is a nasty breakup in the gaming history. Like nasty. We will all do a bonus episode a few weeks from now that will focus just on this because there's like Oh, there's a lot. There's yeah, a lot. Yeah, there's a... I'm skipping a lot. I'm just kind of giving the 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 facts right now because those are all the facts. There's a lot of underlying shit. <laughs> like... Oh yeah, you know, I know we're not gonna go into detail because, like you said, that's an episode in itself. It's just like just to paint a picture. It was a bad breakup. It was like, a nasty it shook, shook the gaming world. Um. So about a month later, it comes. Uh, PT just disappears from the PlayStation Store. It just fucking goes away Um, because at a film festival, not too long after that, Guillermo del Toro actually came out and uh, he was at a music festival and he was like, yo, um, it's not going to happen. And it breaks my greasy heart. That's his quote, not mine. I wish somebody would have leaked the plot. Like somebody would have just dropped the script online. That would have been dope. I'm sure it'll happen eventually, or I'm sure somebody has it somewhere and they're having that same debate. But um, as soon as this happens, you know, you know, word becomes public, like, Hey, it's not happening. So that's when Norman Reedus went to Twitter and he goes super bummed about this was really looking forward to it. Sorry. And then a day after Reedus, posted that konami was like official announcement it's dead silent hills is gone not gonna happen it's and it's not gonna and they were also like blatant with and it's not going to happen uh let's just say uh the public reception from konami uh like g4 has not recovered no and konami went it's (laughs) um yeah, they're, they're still kind of capitalizing on that mobile rush. And uh, what was the other thing, Ken Dog, that they started focusing on? <laughs> so uh, right before the, well, during the break, uh, we, we were talking about this. So 
one of the main things they wanted the teams to focus on one of the biggest money makers in all Japan are these things known as pajinko machines. Um, depending on if, you know, major cities in Japan or I, people have been there. I have not. Um, these are very, very popular. Uh, people love to go out with like friends, significant others, gamble on it. It's like Japanese pinball. And that's layman's terms. I'm not going to go into what all is involved, but um that's what they wanted to focus on. They wanted to literally move like their big IPs like Silent Hill, Metal Gear and all that into Pajinko machines and mobile because they were like, that's where the money is. Fun fact, that was not where the money was. Yeah. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Go figure. <laughs> Wild, right? A, a company known for their their amazing gaming products says, "Fuck it." They went full mobile. They went full mobile. <laughs> so, and fast forward a bit, because now we're gonna get into like, because it doesn't stop there, of course. But just to tell you how bad this drama was, fast forward to I think December, yeah, December two thousand fifteen. The Game Awards. Ooh, controversial, yo. Even, uh-huh. um... This made, like, ooh. actual non-gaming headlines. Like, this made news. So, the I game, mean, are, 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 wait, are you going to go in-depth about it, or are you still... I'm just going to go into what happened at the Game Awards. I'm not okay. Gonna, yeah, I'm not going to go full-full. Um, so, essentially, the Game Awards, right? So, the last game... Uh, Kojima worked on was Metal Gear Solid 5, The Phantom Pain. Because there's two Metal Gear Solid 5s, it's a whole fucking thing. Um, but The Phantom Pain, um, obviously, it won a fuck ton of awards, just like as per the course for anything that Kojima does. And when it happens, um, and, you know, it wins the best action adventure game trophy at the Game Awards. But Kojima wasn't there to accept it. So instead, believe it or not, Kiefer Sutherland accepted it. That's right, y'all. Konami hired Jack fucking Bauer <laughs> to do the job. Oh, so everybody was like, what the fuck? Where's Kojima? And Keeley, uh, Joff Keeley, right? It's, do you say his name Keeley or Kylie? I thought it was I thought it was Jeff Keeley. Like it's it's spelled differently. Yeah, it's Jeff. I'm being an asshole, yeah. but I was like, oh that's my like God. when I, I pronounce like, like Stephen as Stefan. Like that's on me. Oh, that was a joke for you, myself. Oh, you didn't. You know, I didn't know we was a a running it. Yeah, Principal Sean Hennessy. It's just me being once again. It's just me being stupid. Um, but how do you say his last name? Uh oh man. Uh fuck. Is it Keeley Knightley? I think it's Keeley. I think it's uh, Keeley. There's no. Yeah. There's no. Yeah. Anyway. He's doing the fucking thing and he takes a moment during the ceremony to explain it because like there's a rumble already and he goes Mr. Kojima had a had every intention of being with us tonight but unfortunately he was informed by a lawyer representing Konami that he would not be allowed to travel to tonight's award ceremony. Oh yeah Jeff's not a fan of Konami in case anybody was wondering. (laughs) Yeah. There's more that happens afterwards, but I just wanted to give that story that like, because that kind of sums up how nasty the breakup was. It, the, it stays bitter afterwards and there's more drama. 
I will do a bonus episode about it. So don't worry. But yeah, things, things no bueno. Also, and just to wrap up this section of it, y'all, um, Silent Hills got gets canceled. Metal Gear 5 gets made, but it, it's, it doesn't even include the ending he wanted. Mm-mm. Just as one last fuck you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, and then they try to give us Metal Gear Alive, and that's a whole other monster. But yeah, I, th- I think that covers this this section. <laughs> yeah, that about covers it, right? So now, so Kojima, he goes on, he makes his own company. He makes Kojima, Kojima Productions. Remember, so Kojima Productions, that's when he was yes. under Konami. Right, but I think he was able to keep his namesake. He was. It is Kojima Productions. Yes, okay. Yes, yes. So he did keep his his namesake. Um, so yeah. now he's basically starting brand new and he says, fuck it. I won't make silent Hills. Then I'll make something better. <laughs> and death stranding was born. <laughs> I remember that tweet. <laughs> there's, there's a whole bunch of things that happen. Like uh cliff, uh cliff Blazinki, He's got a fucking role in it. There's a whole nother aorta that comes out of the PT field. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so he starts working on it. And of course, Reedus obsessed with he he Norman Reedus basically comes out and says that he's obsessed with Kojima uh, Kojima, uh, and the way his mind works. So he's down. He's just down to do what the fuck ever. Um, Obviously, Guillermo del Toro is friends with both of them. So he's obviously also fucking down. And basically. They make a fucking a psychological horror game. By the name of Death Stranding. And it takes three years of, um, I want to say it took three years alone just to get all the mocap done for Norman Reedus. Yo, can you, and my, and and y'all, just to preference this, he was still shooting The Walking Dead in Georgia. Mm -hmm. So I can't imagine that man, like you're, you're, you're shooting The Walking Dead, you're doing this mocap. And mind you, then you're going to cons and conventions, mm-hmm. and then, yo, I can't imagine. Like, damn, and I then, can't imagine how long those sessions were. And then, how long did when did Norman Reedus ride start? Because that might be when he also started his own show. Um, that I'm because it's don't been. Know good, sir. I think they're on season six, so it would have been. No, it was in 2016. So yeah, um, so 2016 is when they start. He starts his own show on top of all of that. Ooh. Yes. Plus, this Jeez. is also going on when uh, the writer for Boondock Saints is trying to get the third one drummed up. Didn't happen, obviously, because here we are in 2022. Rumors are circulating again that it's happening. But um, once again, Norman Reedus is like, yeah, I'm down. So, Damn. Yeah, yeah, so. yo, I, I, that man did not sleep those three years. No, he was a busy, busy dude. Um, but anywho, so they start working on it, and um, yeah, it comes out. And then while on, I think his first or second interview about the game, Norman Reedus accidentally let it slip that they were already making the second one. He did. Yeah, yeah, he was excited about it. He was, he was hella excited. The thing that blows my mind is: Have you have you read the uh, the transcript of that interview? No, I have not. Okay, so essentially, it, he just he's not prompted for it at all. 
like uh, the interview year goes okay so you got the book going on you've done you've got the final season of walking dead coming out then the spinoff and you're filming death stranding the video game and Rita's just out of nowhere goes we just started the second one <laughs> and He's the like, interviewer what? just doesn't even register it and goes how did that come about and Rita's is just like oh well here's me and that's when the guillermo del toro story comes out but yeah just <laughs> out of fucking nowhere Bro, he did. He, he pulled the Tom Holland. <laughs> just, um, but it's so funny because not even the interviewer <laughs> like processed what the fuck just happened. Um, was yeah. it was it a game journalist or was it like if it was like a regular um, media journalist, they're not going to give two shits about it. I don't I don't know. I think that was when mm. he was doing it with. Um, with a gaming magazine. Oh, wow. They fucked up that yeah. dude. Yeah, so I I don't really have that answer for you. No, nah, man, it's it's all good. It's it's at least we know my man's was he was he was hyped for the second one, and I hope William Defoe and his dong are in it. I do too, unironically. Like he would fit perfectly into the world. He would. He he fucking would. But uh, with that being said. That kind of wraps up the the lore behind the game. Um, the only thing really left to do is to talk about um, kind of like how you would describe the game itself. And then all we are going to do after that is talk about the game, like how it's described on Steam, how it's described on the wiki, and then a few brief announcements, and then we're out of here, folks. This is the break to the break. This is the break <laughs> to the break. So with that being said... Take a fiver, everybody. You deserve it. We'll be right back. Welcome back. Hi, how you doing? Viva la revolution. I mean, I guess one could say that. Yes, yes. I don't speak German. Yes, you do. What's the safe word? <laughs> I'm so mad. Ah. Oh, that will be uh, an inside joke for the rest of our lives. <laughs> yep. Damn you, Discord. Damn you. Damn you. Um, that was actually OBS's fault. <sighs> yeah, we'll we'll figure it out. We'll, we'll figure we'll, it we'll out. Get, we'll we'll um, get a better system. So, real quick, we're going to talk about the awards it's won. We're going to go over how the game is described. And then we're going to do our little announcements. And then we're going to be out of here. So, don't worry, guys. We're almost through it. But this game was already winning awards before it even came out. Now, (laughs) when you say awards... (laughs) Um, well, I say when it didn't, it got nominated for a bunch of shit before it even came out like years before it came out. Yeah. It, oh my God. Yeah. There were so many most wanted, most anticipated. Mm, um, so from 2017 to 2018, um, just know it got nominated for like four, like one, two, three, three different awards one of the awards at the golden joystick awards it was actually nominated twice <laughs> for That's the most money so just think about that 
in 2019 when it released it it was nominated for fucking everything like best action adventure game best performances audio music art narrative game directions and of course game of the year um of those it won the best game direction the best score in music as well as the best performance and can you guess who got the best performance award um it totally has to be what what's my girl's name? Hold up. <laughs> <laughs> like, where, where's Shorty's name? <laughs> my good old uh Sarah Margaret Quite Quayley. <laughs> Ray Liotta. <laughs> it oh. was Ray Liotta? Shit. No, it was not Ray Liotta. I know. Rest in peace, Ray Liotta. I just want you to know I'm always thinking about you. You live rent-free in my fucking head. <laughs> um, if death can claim Ray Liotta, it can claim any of us. Oh, but um, no, Mads Mikkelsen actually won it over Norman Reedus. Fucking Voldemort. No, it's not Voldemort. No, uh... <laughs> Hannibal. There we go. I was trying to make a Harry Potter yeah. reference. And uh, yeah. to be fair, Mads Mikkelsen fucking crushed the role. Like, probably his best performance of his career so far was in a video game by the name of Death Stranding. Not to say his work is bad. Otherwise, I'm just saying, like, uh, he he did it. <laughs> he was there. I'm- I'm going to argue based on what I've seen of the game, like in the past and versus the little bit I've played, I'm assuming he's one of the reasons you got some of your uh, reactions. Um, Believe it or not, no. Our boy (gasps) Baker actually caused uh, Baker and Reedus have some scenes later and believe it or not, that's what got me. Oh, hot damn. Yes. So it's a, it's a whole thing. Uh, The Mads Mikkelsen, arc in that game is fucking brilliant though um but we'll get into it when we get into the game um and that was in 2019 in 2020 fuck dude across one two three four five different game awards i can't even tell you how many times it was nominated oh he's counting them ladies and gentlemen 34 35 36 it was nominated for 36 awards and it won. Um, and just know it's pretty much everything. <laughs> like, um, if it is an award that can be given, it was it was given uh, because Death Stranding. When we get into like the description of the game um, to kind of finalize it, um, it covers everything. It's like every video game put into a video game. It's weird. It's great. Uh, but it won Outstanding Achievement in Audio Design, Outstanding Technical Achievement, uh, Excellence in Music Score, Excellence in uh, Technical Achievement again, Technical Achievement again, and then in 2020, it won PC Game of the Year. Which is wild, because consider that it came out in 2019, and it was a PlayStation exclusive. So years later, when it was no longer exclusive and the PC gamers got it. That's when it won its game of the year. Hey, this is going to sound really bad, but I realized that, um, Norman Reedus's character was an essential worker in 2020. Yes. We'll get into that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so, shit. 
with that being said, we'll go into the descriptors of the games, like the tags and then uh, the synopsis of it, which is what you're going with. <laughs> uh, so if you pull it up on Steam, the uh, the popular user rated tags for Death Stranding are Walking Simulator, Action, Adventure, and Story Rich, which Story Rich and Walking Simulator usually go together, but they don't usually go together with Action and Adventure. Yeah, they do. You've you've ever jogged up to your enemies? Shit will change your life. Usually there's not any enemies in a walking simulator. (laughs) (laughs) I've played a few. Uh, Firewatch was dope, but uh, no enemies. You haven't walked through the wrong neighborhoods. That's what it is, Brandon. You're right, you're right, you're right. Um, That's the... The main tags. I would personally tag it as psychological walking simulator, action, psychological horror, and story rich. That game will fuck with your anxiety. Mm. You know what's funny? It gives me um God, what's the what's the name of that movie? Um, the movie where like population can't give birth and only like that woman pops out a girl. Got Clive Owens in it. I have no idea what you're talking about. Oh, at like, all. Oh, I gotta find it. Well, while you dig that up, let me give you a brief synopsis. And this synopsis comes from uh, from Sony. And it's more of a ad than a synopsis. But in the near future, mysterious explosions have rocked the globe, setting off a series of supernatural events known as the Death Stranding. With otherworldly, with otherworldly creatures plaguing the landscape and mass extinction imminent, it's up to Sam Porter Bridges to travel across the ravaged wasteland and save humanity from impending annihilation. Yeah, that totally. If um, if you ever get the chance, watch what we call Children of Men. That it's that sounds so familiar. It's it's a good movie. It's a it's a good movie. And mind you, it like it pales in comparison to the craziness that um involves <laughs> Death Stranding, but it, it's a solid movie. I'ma do it. But oh man, when um when we talk about what those catastrophes are, it Ooh. is who man, the stakes are high. It's uh yeah. <laughs> yes it is stakes are um, high yeah this game like i said so i wanted to get all this out of the way now and hence why it's a long episode because when we do start officially not next week because next week's halos so the week after that will be death stranding episode two i.e the start of the <laughs> the start of the lore uh there's a lot going on it's weird because there's a lot going on and nothing going on at the same time but everything is so intricately woven that it only seems like nothing is going on. So no matter how minute a detail we discuss, chances are it's going to be important or it has some symbolism that's important. And symbolism is a big piece of this game to remember. So although there may be two or three episodes that are kind of boring, we kind of have to do it anyway because it all ties together in big events later on. Which is yeah, a lot, no, considering how many oh. episodes we have to do, too. You know what I mean? Like, So that's a lot of knowledge across a lot of episodes. I'm going to try to condense it as much as possible. 
I'll see if I can maybe do like some lore episodes at the end of it to go further into other stuff. I'll see how this, how everything comes out during scripting. I'll try to make it as easy as a listen as possible for you, all the, the listeners. No, no, that's, that's going to be spot on. And, um, it's, I will say the, the one thing I guess that, and, and, and you know, it'll lead into one of your announcements is the imagery. And I and I think what you got cooked up is gonna help kind of give people an idea of each chapter. Yes, um, and that yeah. So we'll, let's just go on to the announcements. I think that's a perfect segue. <laughs> oh man! Boom! Nailing um, it! Nailing it tonight! You you you. So chances are, you know, you heard the new intro, or you skip past it. If you skip past it, I don't blame you. I I do the same thing for other podcasts. It's fine. Um, go back and listen to it. It's dope. Our boys, uh, our boy Achilles, he fucking once again crushed it. Um, but not only did we decide to get some new audio, we also have new for this, for the death stranding section of the, since it's going to be so long for the death stranding section, we're going to have new thumbnails. So it's easily distinguishable because our, our list of episodes is getting long. (laughs) So we got to start putting pictures on them. Oh yeah. Compared to my measly four episodes, <laughs> clearly. <laughs> well, we got to think we got that. We have interviews that need its own thumbnail. We have um, reviews that need its own thumbnail. We have uh, bon- or we have bonus episodes. We have, we have a lot of different stuff. So when you're just scrolling through, it's just a lot of green. So we need to split it up. And we thought the best way that we could do that is I have been playing with um, some AI art generation. And I'm not going to lie, I don't want to blow my own load all over myself, but I think some of them came out really fucking good. Yeah, some of them actually do look like concept. Like, they, they look like they can be used as concept art for the game. Now, bearing in mind, the most work I did was just telling something else what to do. So I didn't do the hard stuff. Um but the way that we're going to do this is we're going to start with Death Stranding first. So you probably saw it when you clicked on it. We have the gray thumbnail on right now, unless this is way later in the future. I'm sorry. We are recording this on the 27th of October. Um, I'm going to try to get all this done no later than Halloween because I want it ready for spooky season. And we're going to leave up for one week on our Facebook we're going to have all the thumbnails and we're going to have the listeners pick which thumbnail should be used for death stranding. The way it'll work. Look at, oh. Also be like, look at you caring about the people giving them control. Hey man, it's their, it's their podcast. <laughs> like, we're just the two idiots that they have to listen to, to get through it. Oh man. <laughs> um, but the way it'll work. If you like one of them leave a like on it like your like them all like just the ones you like and not like the others whichever one at the end of it has the most likes will be the thumbnail and we're gonna have that going on for one week so that way by the second episode comes out we'll put it on the first one and we'll put it on the second one and they're out through death stranding and the ones you don't pick explode they They, just go boom they uh yes they that's a boy oh boy (laughs) 
That's n- I know what you did there. <laughs> um, but yeah, so yeah. we're gonna we're gonna let y'all pick because I'm not. That's like asking me to pick my favorite child. Like I can't. Like it's I can't. They're all to me. They're all really good. So I sent a fucking large ash batch of like thirty to Ked Dog, and he narrowed it down to like what like five four or six. Five. Yeah, yeah. And so, and I I do want a preference. It's not that I didn't like the others. I just I picked I try to pick the ones that for at least for me correspond with like the imagery of the game or certain chapters. Yes. I could totally see that. I respect that. That's why I sent you just I sent you some crazy different directions to pick from. <laughs> Man, it, it's funny it, and and I don't I'm going to take up too much time. One of them that you sent me is like it's like a it seems like a very green like moldy mountain esque. Yes. It it reminds me of this of this Souls game that um that came out a little while ago, but we'll talk about that a different time. A different time, but um, if you guys oh, like, yeah. speaking of, if you guys like them, take them. Like I'm not turning them into NFTs. I'm not doing any goofy shit. Take them. Um, if you want more, because I there's those are just the ones I sent Ken Dog. There's like a good sixty of them that are like dark and creepy tones. They actually really suit Halloween. Um, I'll leave my link up so you way you guys can browse my whole gallery i don't get a dime out of it so don't worry i'm not advertising anything i just think ai art is pretty fucking cool to play with and if you guys like any of it you can download it use it as screensavers or fucking turn it into a picture whatever you want to do just have at it don't pay me anything i don't want anything i don't even get ad revenue i get nothing from it i just think it's neat <laughs> also shameless plug shameless plug time check out the artificial mind mm-hmm. uh he's got some- out if y'all thought that that dude was doing some crazy shit now, he's got some crazier shit coming next year, and I'm not going to spoil it for him, but it's getting good. He actually, the the person behind the Loab woman actually hit him up because Stop. of his episode on it. No, I shit you not. Like, like he is fucking crushing it. I knew that was going to be a great podcast as soon as he pitched it. Like, it's so fucking dope. And once again, our studios aren't connected. Like... They are their own thing. He owns the entire entity. It is. I I just fucking love what he's doing. And fun reminder, y'all. It is a fun, fun podcast to listen to, but it's an even better podcast to watch on Spotify. Yes. Um. I shouldn't say it's not connected because like a lot of our stuff weaves together, but it's not like it's just because his shit's dope and he thinks our shit's dope and he's a cool dude. And I hope he thinks I'm a cool dude because I need more. They, they hang out. They're just in different <laughs> multiverses. That's all. Oh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, man. So we have that going on. And then official announcement. If you are also interested in doing some AI art, I know a place you can do it at. And that's our discord server. Oh, he's doing it. Oh, yep. oh he's pulling the trigger. Yes. Oh, shit. The official you, me and lore discord server launches on the 1st of November. And we have um, uh, one of the the one that I enjoy because there's a whole bunch of different AI to do things. The one I like is Mid Journey. We actually have the Mid Journey bot on our uh, on our Discord, so you'll be able to play around and make your own AI art, and you'll be able to see other art that other people are making because everything made through Mid Journey is public record. So and that's just to make sure nobody does any like uses it for any illegal stuff, which I totally understand and get. Excuse me, people doing things for nefarious reasons? I know. How dare you? How dare you, sir? Who would have thought? The gall. The audacity. Um, 
I'm I'm not I'll suck off Mid Journey another day. Just know I love them. I love their dev team and I love their ideas for the future of it. But um but yeah, it will be public our right now we're kind of in a beta with our Discord. So if you didn't get the invite, sorry. Um it's just I had to micromanage how to do it. Basically set it all up myself. But on the first, we won't announce the link or post the link on any of our podcast resources. Um and that's just for legal reasons. Because we are, we have other entities built into the Discord that we can't legally do stuff with. Um, I mean, legally announce and advertise and all this shit. But what we can do is we can leave the plug on our social media pages. So look out on Instagram and look out on Facebook for the Discord link. Um, just come hang out. That's all it's there for. You get to see when Ken Dog and I are recording. You get to see us live in the studio. We have um, our official list that we keep talking about are on there. We have the Hold art on, generation wait. on there. Hold on, wait, I gotta stop you. What do you mean you can see us live? You got a camera mm-hmm. in my office? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, they can see us in the recording booth as we're recording. Um, oh, okay, okay. When we, do, like... when we do live shows, though, <laughs> I do have it set up to where we can do live shows, and everybody who comes into it is quiet except for you and me, so people can see us do it live when we decide to do a live show. Oh, God. Yes, I have that set up to go. Um, I have... Gotta have- channel my inner Bill O'Reilly. <laughs> Go do it fucking live. <laughs> um, I also have um, a streaming notification set up. So the streamers that we have on here, you'll be notified on our Discord when they're live. And it's just a simple click and you'll go straight to their stuff. Um, and there's also a place if you own a podcast or if you do AI art or anything like that, there's a whole section for you to plug your own stuff. So that way content creators can come together and like if we if one of us grows, we all grow is my is my mentality. Um, I also have gaming lobbies uh, set up already ready to go. I have LFGs, LFGs. I have fucking tabletop RPGs for the new avatar tabletop coming out. And I'm totally cool with setting up if you want a room to where people can see you doing stuff like that you're on or like that you're doing stuff. But you are the only ones allowed to like chat in the room and do stuff totally willing to set that up for you on there too just let me know i'll just make it so way you and your party can get access to it or if you just want it for the access and you don't want anybody to know i can do that for you too i do not mind um and then of course there's me i'm there so that's pretty nifty too hey don't shop be abusing these rooms and showing toes Mm-mm. me and brandon want so it is first. a community server so if you post weird shit it automatically gets modded out there is a channel for weird shit but not too, too weird. <laughs> of not, course you would. Of course you would. <laughs> it, it's, it's, it, it still applies. A lot of rules still apply, but, <laughs> but it like, it allows you to like cuss and like say, I like boobies, <laughs> you know, like that kind of stuff. Um, if you're trying to get some of my Zootopia feet picks, you won't find it there. But wait, here's the real question. <laughs> Do they make you feel good? <laughs> uh, I don't think so. <laughs> oh God! But, um, now, the invite code will be changed up every now and then. Um, I do have it set to permanent links. Basically, all that means is it's going to be the same link for long periods of time until essentially it gets too crazy if we get raided or bots get overrun and then it'll change up. But So don't worry if it doesn't immediately work. Just give it a day or two. A new one will come up. And then on top of that, to prevent the bots and stuff, I also made it so that way you have to verify. So when you do it, check your Discord DMs and then check the verify channel in the Discord. So that way you can verify with with a CAPTCHA 
to make sure you're a human, not a robot. Come on in. Also, don't harass my robots. <laughs> I have a few robots in the Discord. Be nice to them. Except me seeks. Fuck me seeks. <laughs> you can talk shit to him. <laughs> he's literally put in there just for that that's, literally that's literally, <laughs> literally i just put me six in because i think the best part of any dis- discord server is just <laughs> the page where it's just me saying congratulations and people yelling at him to shut up <laughs> it's, it's my favorite but yeah so be on the lookout for that that should be uh coming on the first so next tuesday you should have the official link come up even if you have no interest in talking with other people or doing any of that other extra stuff. Uh, like I said, we also have an events board there so you can see when we do live episodes and you can be a part of it and all that kind of thing. I don't think well, I missed anything. Did I no, miss anything? man. No, you hit it on the nail. Now everybody knows they can come hang out with the cool kids. Oh, that's the other thing. I For nights that we don't record, I am usually just hanging out there. Um, and I mean literally just hanging out. Uh, come play a game with me or something. I don't I don't care. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I get, I get internet once a week, so literally go hang out with Brandon. I'm on every day. Damn, I miss hanging out with you every day like that. Damn. Yeah, you used to be cool. <laughs> yeah, man. God. Uh, oh, and um, we have the list for all of our guests. And our boy uh, Achilles will also be a part of it. So if you have some sound stuff that you need done, you'll be able to hit him up there and uh, divvy something out. You will not regret it. The man, The man is the Greek god of music. He really is. But yeah, so come hang out. Um, like I said, a lot of cool stuff going to be in there. Um, yeah. And worst case scenario, you just generate some AI art, go Brandon stupid and leave. <laughs> I think it's fine. <laughs> but yeah. They're hanging. They're, they're coming to hang out with uh, Guillermo del Logan. That's why they're really hanging <laughs> <Del> out. <laughs> How long were you sitting on that? Oh, no, it, it literally just popped in my head right now. <laughs> <laughs> fucking nerd oh man oh boy well alright I think that about cuts it everybody Ken Dog, do you have any uh, big boy announcements for anybody y'all this is gonna be a dope series we're gonna we're gonna I'm gonna hear about people weeping and I'm gonna laugh at you <laughs> yeah this is gonna be a good one to be a comedy um uh, oh, you mean a a tragic comedy <laughs> depends on man don't do this to me <laughs> it depends on if you're doing the old school tragedy versus comedy or i hate you <laughs> <laughs> thanks english honors you're paying off i i i, I want to throttle the fuck out of you uh, <laughs> um but yeah also shout out um everybody keeps like sharing this we are getting to the point where we're having like 50 people listen every day as opposed to like we started with 50 in a week it's insane thank you so much and i know i talk shit about like the different countries and the cities and whatnot cannot appreciate you all more um even if you do not are unable to donate money just you sending it us or recommending us to somebody is fucking phenomenal. I cannot thank you enough. We're encroaching on a thousand listeners. We're in nine countries now and it's beautiful. Thank you so much. 
but not you, Raid Shadow Legends. You know what to do. Yeah, we're waiting. Oh, also, everybody except Chicago. You guys suck. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, man, we haven't had one of those in a while. I thought you were saving it for next Thursday. <laughs> no, no. I, no, because I was thinking about them today. I literally thought today as I was getting my material ready, I was like, <laughs> I ain't talked shit about Chicago in like three weeks. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. There's a reason pizzas aren't made like that, Chicago. It's it's delicious lasagna. What are you talking about? It's yeah, it's it's <laughs> fucking fat boy lasagna. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, you hear that? Those are our kneecaps getting broken. <laughs> oh man. What are you laughing at, Detroit? I see. <laughs> oh god. Oh man. Oh but yeah, thank you everybody so much. Um, like I said, please always, because I know I haven't said it in a while either, please always remember this is a comedy video game lore channel. Don't take anything we say personally. Don't take it real. It's just for jokes. Everything is alleged. <laughs> alleged. And, uh, yeah, everything's alleged. Um, and yeah. If you... <laughs> Just don't take it seriously, please. <laughs> I don't want to be fired. <laughs> <laughs> don't, no, don't man, cancel it's me, fine. Bro. You you get to tell the story to HR. It's cool. I am HR. What a coincidence. <laughs> uh, that's why they kept saying HR protects the company. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the poor Jeff Bezos. <laughs> there you go. This is our basement, baby. You hear that? I'm literally in my basement. I don't like that. Uh, <laughs> You've seen well, it. To, You've seen where I record. You, it's a very nice basement. <laughs> it is a very nice basement. <laughs> oh, man. But all right. We'll finally let everybody go. Uh, I think that was everything. Once again, thank you, everybody. And we will see you next week for the next part of Halo. Peace. Later, y'all. Peace.